The following program contains language and scenes of violence which may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You're traveling through a neighborhood, a neighborhood that appears like any other with its rows of boxy, colorful houses and freshly cut lawns, a neighborhood where nothing much happens. And then you turn down one street where anything may happen, from the macabre to the otherworldly. There's a sign appearing in your headlights, the sign that reads, Dark Side Tonight's episode, The Raggedy Man Cometh, written by Don Roth, starring Lara Schmitz, Robert Kirick, Griffin Cork, and Chandler Kerr. Jamie, I need you to take the wagon into town and pick up some supplies. Here is the list. Put it on store credit. Carrying cash is dangerous these days. Okay, Mr. Lowry. Since the hired men are already out in the field, take the new man with you. You want me to take the raggedy man? Raggedy man? (laughs) He is a man who needs a job and a place to stay. Just like you and everyone else who works on my ranch. He's the raggedy man. We all call him the raggedy man. He mumbles to himself all the time, and he smells like a dead cat. Well, the open wagon will keep the air fresh. Now scoot, I have a ranch to run. Yes, sir. You and your raggedy man better not dilly-dally in town either. Get the supplies from Virgil's General Store and get back. That is, if you want a hot supper tonight. Get the new man to hitch up the wagon. I can hitch up my own wagon. Hey, I can take care of the wagon. That's my responsibility. Simply trying to help out the young and little one. Well, I'm capable of doing things myself. And I'm not that young or little. Pardon me, young miss. I'm not a young miss. I'm Jamie. My name is Jamie Reed. I beg your pardon, Jamie Reed. Look, see, you have the reins hitched up all wrong. Here, let me do it. Just thought I would help out so we could get our excursion to Dry Gulch underway. How'd you know we're going to town? Mr. Lowry just asked me to tell you. I, uh... Well, I... I just got that feeling. He mentioned needing some supplies, and, uh... You know, I already sent the other hired men out to mend the fences and whatnot, so it uh, seems that he had that in mind. You seem a lot smarter than you let on before, mister. Well, thank you, Jamie Reed. I guess... Just call me Jamie. Calling me by my full name all the time is strange. As you wish, young Miss Jamie. That dead oak tree is the halfway point to Dry Gulch. It's just a few more miles. What happened to that old tree? Oh, when we had a big old lightning storm a couple years ago, it got struck. 
It's been cracked in half like that ever since. You've been with the Lowry Ranch a long time? Ever since my pa died, when I was eight. Not recent, huh? I'm almost 13. Not, not recent. Well, not in years. It seems like it happened yesterday sometimes. And then sometimes it's like it never happened at all. Like I never had a pa. Like he was somebody I dreamed up one night. When I wake up, the dream kind of fades away. Mm, Time is like that. Especially as you get older. It moves quickly toward the end. Then if you don't mind me saying, it must move at a lightning pace for you, Raggedy Man. Sir. Oh, I mind a little about being called the Raggedy Man. I hear you and all the other hired hands call me that in the bunkhouse. I'm a wanderer, and I, I guess I always will be a wanderer. I've been called worse than the Raggedy Man, much worse. Oh. So, tell me about your father and how you came to be on the ranch. It's a long story. It's a long ride. Well, my mama died when I was born, so my pa raised me. Mr. Lowry was one of Pa's best friends. We had a little cabin on the edge of his property. Mr. Lowry offered Pa a job, but he was kind of stubborn and wanted to work his own place. Pa and I were raising corn and potatoes. We could keep some of it and sell the rest in town. We got so busy and so successful that we needed to hire extra help. A man named Frank Clayton was hired. At first, he started out to be a good worker. He helped out. He worked for us about three weeks. Then it came time to get paid. He and my pa had a disagreement, and that bastard Frank Clayton shot him in cold blood. Did you see it happen? No. I was outside pumping some water. I heard the shot. When I ran in in the cabin, pa was dead on the floor. The money was missing, and so was Frank Clayton. And did you seek justice then? Are you serious? Frank was good friends with the sheriff. Since there were no witnesses, the law said that Frank had already left and somebody else had come in, shot my dad, and stole his money. Justice. Justice does not favor good and humble men like my pa. That is a very grown-up thing to say. Without being raised by a mama, I had to grow up fast. And even faster when I lost my pa. Mr. Lowry was afraid for my safety living out in the cabin alone, so he kind of adopted me since he's a widower and doesn't have his own kids. But I didn't let him put pretty girl stuff on me. Yuck. You don't like pretty girl things? Girls are silly. And this Frank Clayton, is he still around? Last I heard, he was down south in Mexico. Lucky for him. My pa had this little nickel-plated Derringer pistol with an ivory handle. I keep it tucked in my boot all the time. If I ever see that Frank Clayton again, I'll put a bullet in his brain myself. Then justice will be served. It's seven past two. There's not much time. That's a mighty fancy pocket watch you have there. Hey, raggedy man. I never got your name. Mort. Mort? Mort what? Just Mort is fine. This pocket watch, it's all I own. Time is very important to me. It helps me keep my appointments. What are you talking about? Appointments for what? 
Well, Jamie Reed, I, I was hesitant to tell you, but I suppose I have a confession to make. I am not who I appear to be. You're a robber? I have a gun. No. Money does not interest me. Now I know you're crazy, Raggedy Man. Everyone loves money. My profession is not collecting money through labor, as, as my appearance may suggest. My profession is collecting those whose time is due. I am death. You're death? Really? Really. Stop joking with me. I am serious. I'm deadly serious. And I tell you this now because I like you. And it's against my policy to do so. Now when I must claim the wicked, it is a task I rather relish in. But when I must claim the innocent, my job becomes much more difficult. What are you talking about? When the clock strikes three today, Jamie Reed, you will die. Die? I'm not gonna die. Everyone dies, Jamie Reed. Your time is today. When the town clock chimes thrice. Wait. How am I gonna die? Am I gonna get run over by a stagecoach? Get kicked by a mule? Frank Clayton will shoot you. You heard me when I said he was down in Mexico, right? Frank Clayton is not in Mexico. He is in Dry Gulch right now. As we soon will be. And he's just going to shoot me in cold blood like he did my pa? No. You are going to provoke him. And then he will shoot you in cold blood. Okay, raggedy man, I know you're weird and talk to yourself and smell like about five dead cats, but I'm not in the mood for this kind of joke. I have no humor for it. How dare you joke about I can Frank assure you that this is no joke. Look, there is dry gulch up ahead. Now you will see for yourself that Frank Clayton is there. What time does your watch say now? 2.27. In 33 minutes, we will both cease to work for Mr. Lowry. You saying Frank Clayton will kill you too? No. He cannot kill death. Once your time comes, I will take you to your eternal home on the other side. And then I will receive new orders to bring another across at a later given date. That is my purpose. But lots of people die. Hell, I bet people are dying right this minute. How can you be everywhere at once? I work for a rather large agency. They have many like me. Were you a person once? Like me? I was. A long time ago. A shiftless person with no sense of direction. Much like the raggedy man that you see before you now. And smell. And now, I finally have a purpose. It is rather odd that one finds his purpose long after he has perished from his mortal remains. But why do I have to die? Why can't Frank Clayton die? He's the murderer. I bet he's killed more people than just my pa. Yes, Frank Clayton has. He has kept my associates rather busy. So take him instead. Let me kill him. It is not Frank Clayton's time. His time is further in the future. His time is now. 
You cannot change fate, Jamie Reed. No one can. Tell you what. I'll make a bet with you. You are suggesting a wager. With death. A bet. A wager. Whatever the hell you want to call it. And what are the stakes of this, uh, bet? We play rock, paper, scissors. If I win, you let me kill Frank Clayton first before he kills me. He goes in my place. I'll take his time later, whenever that is. And if you lose? Then it's business as usual for you, I suppose. And what what is this, uh, rock, paper, and scissors? Do we even have such items on the wagon? If you have a hand, you can play. It's an old game. A game of chance. Like, you know, life. And death. Stop being so morbid. So, you play like this. Ball up your fist. I count three like this. One, two, three. And your hand either flattens out like a piece of paper like this, a pair of scissors like this with your fingers, or stays in a fist like a rock. And how does one win? A rock smashes scissors, but is crushed by the paper. How can paper hurt a rock? It's the way the game's played. Scissors cut the paper. So, what what you're telling me is that the rock is powerful against the scissors, but, but weak against the paper. Now, the scissors are powerful against paper, but they fall to the rock. And the paper is severed by scissors... And lords over the rock. You catch on quick, raggedy man. Every element has its own strength and weakness. It's remarkable. Uh, yeah. Can we stop talking about this stupid game and just play it? As you wish, Jamie Reed. Okay. One, two, three. Ah, rock smashes scissors. I win. You still die when the town clock strikes three. Best out of three. What? Best out of three tries. That was the first try. Give me two more. Why? Because it's more fun that way, stupid. Games are supposed to be fun. I am not having fun. You could not have fun at a Saturday night barn dance with free booze and willing strumpets, raggedy man. I have found barn dances overly praised. Shut up. Best out of three. Here we go. Fine. One, two, three. Paper covers rock. I knew you would do rock again. I am death. You know nothing. I have to mix it up, death. Otherwise, Jamie Reed will kick your cat-smelling ass. Oh, (laughs) such coarse language for a little lady. Call me a little lady again, and this rock will crush your nuts. We're tied now. One more. Let us end this foolishness. hmm? One, two, three. Scissor cuts paper. I win. And I live. You will still die. Yeah, but not when I'm supposed to die. Death comes for everybody. Shut up, death. Frank Clayton ain't here. Fifteen minutes until the hour. Did you hear me? Frank Clayton ain't around. He is a boat. Dry Gulch is a tiny town. It's large enough to hide a snake. You know what I think? 
Something tells me that you're going to tell me without even asking. I think you are some kind of swindler. You like to make up stories. You probably write penny dreadfuls in your spare time. You like messing with people's heads. You like messing with me because you somehow knew about my paw and because I'm a girl. Admit it. I do not mess with people's heads. I simply escort them to the other side when it is their time. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Afternoon, Jamie. Mr. Lowry, have you running his errands again? Always, Virgil. Well, at least it allows me the pleasure of your company. Who do you have with you coming into my store? This is Mort. He works for Mr. Lowry, too. He unfortunately is deaf and dumb. And mute. Mr. Lowry sure can pick him. He's always had a soft spot for a raggedy man. Here's the list he gave me. Oh, it's quite a long one. It'll take me a little while to put all the oats and whatnot together. You and your smelly, dumb friend there help yourself to the halfpenny candies while you wait. One each only. I run a business, not a missionary. Deaf, dumb, and mute. Do I really need to endure such abuse? Hey, let somebody ten times younger than you beat you at rock, paper, scissors. How smart can you really be? I am not ten times your age. Seven-eighths. Maybe. Shut up, Death, and suck your peppermint stick. Okay. My clerk just loaded the wagon for you. Guessing that'll be charged? Yep. (sighs) Figures. Ah! Ah, time to saddle up, Mort. You have to slap him a little bit so he knows you're addressing him. (laughs) I keep a hog leg behind the counter that makes a powerful boom when I pull the trigger. Betty would hear that. Betty would. Bye, Virgil. Thanks. So long, Jamie. Safe travels home. I'm up in the wagon, Mort. Buck up there says one minute to three. And no Frank Clayton. You might not be deaf or mute, but you sure are dumb. Who is that man exiting the saloon across the street? Oh, hell. Frank Clayton. Did he see me? No. He's busy rolling a smoke. I have many smokers as clients, you know. What are you doing? Put that little pistol back into your boot. I think I could get him if I were a little bit closer. He wouldn't even suspect it. He probably doesn't even recognize me. I look different then. I was a different person. Just stupid little trusting girl who... He is lighting a smoke. Now he's stepping down to the street... He's walking towards that way-colored stallion hitched to the post. I'm not ready. If he doesn't see me, I beat you all together. Into my pocket the danger goes. I will seek my revenge on him some other time. There is no other time. Well, talk about a face from the past. Look who it is. Uh, hello. Is that a way to greet an old friend? By acting like you don't know me. My friend and I were just leaving. We need to get back to the ranch. We were told not to dilly-dally. Oh, it's almost three. I'll buy you a drink. A couple of sarsaparillas for you and your, uh, smelly friend here. I do not smell. Life's been good. No thanks. What do you mean, no thanks? You don't have time for your old pal Frank now that you're older and dressing up like a boy. Thank you for the offer, Frank. But no thank you. 
how about I just buy those sarsaparillas for you anyway, and then no hard feelings, huh? What are you doing? I said no, thank you. Did you spend too long down in Mexico not to understand plain English? Whoa there. What do you think you're gonna do with that little pea shooter? I'm gonna kill you with it. With that? Not only could you not hit the broadside of a barn with that little pecker, you don't have the balls to do it. And I do mean that literally. Keep talking, Frank. It's helping me steady my nerves. And if I shoot you instead, it's the second case of self-defense against those low-life reeds. What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about your flim-flam father. That son of a bitch was trying to cheat me out of my wages. Then he tried to pull a gun on me. That little gun, as I recall. Had it pointed at my head just like you do now. He got the drop on old Frank. But that's okay. Because old Frank is used to dealing with liars and cheaters and sidewinders like your lump of manure, Paul. He's fast on the draw because some people can't just pay up what's owed. They have to get cheap. And then they die and then they rot in the sun like the lump of manure that they are. You say one more thing about my paw, and you'll be wearing the bullet in this derringer as a hat. It might be small, but it gets the job done. And hating you has improved my aim. Huh. Anytime you're feeling squirrely, little Dak, you just jump. Die! Are you alright? He missed me. But I didn't miss. A crowd is starting to form. We should go. What about Frank? He died when I was supposed to die, right? He, he took my place? Now I get to live when he doesn't. He has a future. He has a future that was longer than yours. What the devil is going on out here? Who's shooting? That man just shot that little boy. Oh no. Jamie. Hey you! Come down off that wagon. That belongs to Mr. Lowry. Hey, it's alright, Virgil. Relax. I'm okay. I don't know you. Wait, Mort, what's going on? Frank Clayton does have a future after you. A future of five minutes. Wait, Virgil, put down the shotgun. I'm Jamie! How much further is the other side? As far as it takes. I'm getting tired of walking. It seems like it's been days. You cannot be tired. You have shed your mortal body. And time blurs together much faster after you have passed. Someone came for Frank? Another associate of mine, yes. Are he and I going to the same place? I'm not sure I can handle that. No. His place is somewhere else. It better be in hell, that insufferable son of a bitch. Such coarse language for a little lady. Shut up. Tell you what, Death. I'll make a bet with you. You are suggesting another wager. A wager? A bet? Whatever. And what are the stakes this time? If I win, you let me run around for a little bit, you know? Bring in some souls. <laughs> I want to do what you do. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to go to Paris. And if you lose? Uh, then it's on to the boring other side. That's something I'm not sure I can do. There are laws. You are dead. You can do what you want, right? 
within limitations. Oh, come on, raggedy man. Fine. And please do not call me Raggedy Man anymore. My name is Mort. Okay. Raggedy Man, here goes. One, two, three. <laughs> Best two out of three. You have just heard The Raggedy Man Cometh here on Darkside Drive. Jamie Reed was played by Laura Schmitz. Mort the Raggedy Man by Robert Kirick. Frank Clayton by Griffin Cork. Virgil by Chandler Kerr. And Mr. Lowry was Kai Sinclair. Our producer is Justin Guild. The Raggedy Man Cometh was written by Don Roth, author of Snowblind, now available in the iTunes and Amazon bookstores, and soon to be a major motion picture. Our theme music was written and performed by the Lotars. Like us on Facebook or visit our website at www.darksidedrive.com where you can browse the episode guide, listen to past episodes, preview upcoming shows, and check your local station listings. That does it for Darkside Drive this week. Until next time, good night. Darkside Drive is a co-production of CJSW 90.9 FM and the Calgary Radio Playhouse.